It's time, Fort Wayne. Your sports, your station. It's, it's the, the Sports, sports Rush, Rush with Brett Ruff. Covering all the topics that hit a nerve here in the Summit City. Clark, 11 yard touchdown. Only on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now here's your host, Brett Rump. The Fort Wayne. It's John Nolan in for Brett, who's on assignment with Purdue Fort Wayne men's basketball. They visit Cleveland State tomorrow afternoon at 2 o'clock in a big one in the Horizon League. That's a game that you'll be able to listen to right here on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM, as well as stream online at 1380TheFan.com or for free on your smart speaker and the 1380 The Fan app. I'm John Nolan. You're in studio with Adam Lundy, our producer, taking you up until 6 for your local sports fix. We'd love to hear from you. Our Parkview Sports Medicine text line is 46862. You can also chime in on social media at 1380thefan. Adam is at Adam Sports Radio, and I'm John underscore G underscore Nolan. In case you missed the first hour, don't forget, you can download any episode of our podcast for free on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple, Spotify, and more. And in our number one, we caught up with Pat Boylan from the Pacers broadcast crew talking about the Pascal Siakam trade that went down this week. Not to mention, you heard Derek had the update a little while ago. Impressive win last night and now a back-to-back Siakam could be making his debut in Portland against the Blazers, and that's a game and that you will be able to hear later on tonight if you're staying up late. That'll follow our coverage of high school basketball. Tonight's game of the week will be Homestead at Northside in SAC play. Parkview Sports Medicine postgame show will be at Pizza Hut on East State in the neighborhood. Adam will be there along with... Eric Dute, Dute Kevich, and Michael McIntyre will have the call of the game. That's a 7.45 start over at Bay Hay Arena. And that really kind of just sets things up here for a loaded weekend of sports, especially with a local flavor. Tonight, IU men's basketball kind of feels like a, a must-win game if you're still going to have any thoughts of making it to the NCAA tournament at Wisconsin where they haven't been able to win since, as we joked before, Adam was a one-year-old. <laughs> yeah, playing with little tykes, uh, you know, putting the blocks through the squares and all that. Yeah, so Adam still does that now here <laughs> in 2024. It's but, fun. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to question how you, how you spend your free time, but we'll see if IU could actually uh, pull one off uh, in Big Ten play on the road tonight. Looking ahead tomorrow afternoon, Purdue at Iowa, and that'll be... Down the dial on our sibling station, WoWo 92.3 at 2 o'clock because the Mastodons will be on here. By the way, just as you know, we, we start to look ahead to March Madness, I saw 
Joe Lenardi, the uh, chief bracketologist earlier today, he had Purdue as it stands right now as the number one overall seed. So not just a one seed, the one seed. Yeah, in in this week's top 25, UConn number one, Purdue number two. But for what Joe Lenardi's uh, insights account for right now, still plenty of time for things to sort themselves out. But uh, the Boilermakers obviously coming off the win down at Assembly Hall earlier in this week, they're rolling, and we'll try to continue that tomorrow at Iowa. Yeah, and uh, they actually, it's its kind of a strange night. The Boilermakers would not mind if the Indiana Hoosiers got the win because it would uh, put Wisconsin at 5-2, and two, which is the same record as Purdue. So it would be a tie for first atop the Big Ten. Should Indiana be able to pull off the upset up in Wisconsin tonight? We shall see. And then looking ahead tomorrow as well, divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Four games between Saturday and Sunday, all of which, again, you can hear on your local sports leader, 1380, the fan tomorrow. It'll initially be the Texans visiting the Ravens, 430 scheduled kickoff. Then the nightcap tomorrow will be the Packers and the 49ers. And on Sunday afternoon, it'll be the Bucks in Detroit against the Lions. And then it's really all building up to what figures to be the top matchup of the weekend with the Chiefs in Buffalo against the Bills. And Adam, what do you say? Let's get into it here and make some picks. I'm down. I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready because as I understand over the course of the regular season and then continuing into the playoffs and the super wild card round last week, you're the top dog around here. At least as far as uh, on-air talent or producers. Uh, yeah, I do have the best no record. No one's more talented than you. Hey, what can I say? Uh, as 1380, the fans' top NFL prognosticator here, but uh, currently sitting at 182 out of 290 on the season. If you want to play along, uh, just go to our contest tab at 1380thefan.com and check out Pigskin Picks. But yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah, with a chance to win tickets to the Colts 2024 home opener in September. But uh, yeah, let's get to it. So 430 tomorrow, the Texans... It really feels like the playoffs began two weeks ago for the Texans. Yeah. You know, not to bring up uh, Ooh. bad memories here with the win <laughs> over the Colts a couple weekends ago. And then they went in a route last weekend, uh, opening up the playoffs against the Browns. So 4.30 tomorrow. That said, the Ravens, who had the bye, Baltimore at home, a nine-and-a-half point favorite. Who you got? Um, I'm going to go with the Ravens, but I, I do think that C.J. Stroud can can pull off an upset, but I've just been really impressed with Baltimore on the season. And you just make the pick straight up, right? Yep, straight up. Well, I say that the Ravens will win as well, and I, I'd take the take the uh, the nine and a half mm-hmm. with Baltimore. I think uh, for Houston, it's been you know a little bit of a magical ride with C.J. Stroud and the rest of their group, but uh, I think it comes to an end. Baltimore, no rust after the bye. They're going to be ready. And they'll win by more than nine and a half. Other game tomorrow, 8-15 start for the Packers and the 49ers. Green Bay, say probably a pretty similar story to the Texans with not necessarily a true rookie quarterback, but Jordan Love, his first season at the starter, destroying Dallas. Now it's the Niners coming off the bye. They are also a nine and a half point favorite. How do you play that? Yep, I'm going to go ahead and take San Francisco. They've been a very dominant team all all season. They've got a week of rest. And, uh, yeah, it's another similar situation with Green Bay coming in. Uh, youth, a lot of uh, momentum, but I think that momentum stops with uh, 49ers. 
Yes, and so I think it's uh, pretty much a parallel to that first game between the Texans and the Ravens, I think, for the, the Packers. You know, hats off to them. What they've done, I think uh, it's going to be a different story going up against the Niners. Take San Francisco. If you're looking to put a few pennies on it, I would have San Francisco covering the nine and a half as well. I like it. Sunday, Bucks and Lions. So Tampa Bay, they had the win on Monday night, knocking Philly out after they claimed the NFC South. The Lions... Only thing uh, that had been a lot longer drought than IU winning at Wisconsin would be the Lions <laughs> with a home playoff game and a win. And then they got that done in a tight one with the Rams. So Detroit, a six and a half point favorite at home on Sunday, three o'clock against the Buccaneers. Where do you go there? Yeah, I think this one, it, it comes down to Detroit's defense kind of putting a stop to Baker Mayfield's little run here with the, with the Buccaneers. Uh, something to look out for is the uh, availability of tight end Sam Laporta for the Detroit Lions. He's a huge target for uh, Goff. He's listed as questionable as of right now, but I would expect him to play. This is a huge game for Detroit, and I think they get the win at home. Yeah, I mean, not to sound like a broken record here, but I think for Tampa Bay, they've, they've overachieved to some degree to make it this far. Detroit... Probably felt like it had a pretty good deal of pressure uh, on it last week, especially with the stakes going against Matthew Stafford uh, and the Rams. I think it kind of becomes house money now for Detroit. So I'd like the Lions there again at home. The trend here of home teams covering at that six and a half. And hey, uh, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I should check in with my pastor before I say <laughs> something like this. But uh, they fill in here for Brett. Not cowardly. Was he tired of uh, losing to you all season long? I didn't. I'm looking around the studio here. I thought Brett was going to leave his picks that we could uh, we could pass along his picks, but I don't. I don't see anything. Did he throw in the towel? I don't know. No playoff picks, but I I did get reminded that the 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 competition portion of our pigskin picks did end in the regular season. But you're still welcome to make picks for the playoffs. Yeah, but, again, uh, that's at thirteen eighty thefancom All right. So then again, it's all culminating. Feels like with the Sunday night matchup, the next chapter between the Chiefs and the Bills, as this time it'll be the Bills that get the home field advantage uh, in the postseason. They had the win in KC in the regular season. Buffalo, a two and a half point favorite. Well, I have the Buffalo Bills winning by three at home. This is our tiebreaker game here on Pick'em. I've got the Buffalo Bills winning against the Kansas City Chiefs on a field goal, 24 21. Really, with both teams over the course of the season, we've kind of put more stock just into their reputations. I mean, the Bills did finally turn it on late, um, but never quite as convincing as you thought they would have been for Kansas City. Uh, you know, the obvious uh, situation there with the wide receivers leaving something to be desired for Patrick Mahomes, and for that matter, how the defense and the running game has come along. I can't imagine. All four home teams win in cover. So mm-hmm. I'll I'll zig here in this case. And uh, I like to ride with, with, with Patrick Mahomes. Actually, a little bit here towards the end of the season, he, he was kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Actually, mostly with how he handled himself when they lost to the Bills. Um, it was kind of a sore loser, I guess, for, for lack of a better yeah. expression. But I pull for, uh, for Patrick Mahomes because his godfather is Latroy Hawkins. It's kind of like the godfather of the Tin Caps and Fort Wayne Wizards franchise. He was on the inaugural Wizards team back in 93. 
because he was good friends and teammates in the Twins organization mm-hmm. with Mahomes' dad also, uh, Pat Mahomes. So anyway, I'm going with uh, Kansas City. They'll have the upset there on the road in Buffalo. I like it. So if you want to let us know how you're going to fill in uh, your picks on 1380thefan.com with the Pigskin Picks Contest. Our Parkview Sports Medicine text line is 46862. By the way, you can also just text FAN to 46862 and become part of the conversation for breaking sports news and interact with our shows. You can also sign up at 1380thefan.com or by texting 46862 for the free fan club email list to stay in the loop on all things here, Northeast Indiana sports. We're going to continue to talk local sports uh, in our next block with Vicki Jacobson from the Journal Gazette. But before we talk high school hoops, let's just uh, pivot back to NBA hoops. The Pacers acquiring Pascal Siakam. We had Pat Boylan from the Pacers broadcast crew on earlier. But I think, you know, I, at times, we have kind of feel a little bit forgotten about maybe uh, when it comes to the, the national conversation here in Indiana. But last night, this trade, of course, was covered on TNT inside the NBA. And I appreciated hearing the perspective of Charles Barkley. This ain't a good trade for the Pacers. It's a great trade. Okay. It's a great trade, not even a good trade. I love what they're doing in Indiana. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's go for it. You're only afraid of the Boston Celtics. You're not afraid of the Bucks. We own the Bucks. We beat them pretty much every time we played them this year. The Sixers, I think they need another piece. We only got to beat the Boston Celtics. If we got a chance to get an all-star, an all-star, you don't very seldom get a chance to get all-stars on your team. And you say to yourself, I love, you know, his numbers are only going to get better because he's playing with better players. So you see them moving from seven to where? I think they could get to two or three. Because, listen, the Bucks, the Bucks are not playing well. You know, Shaq liked to say they're 28 and 13, but they're not playing well. You know, they gave up 140 points the other night. Dame hit the shot. You can't give up 140 points and win in the NBA. I love what the Pacers are doing. My Sixers, I think they need another player. I really do. But I love this trade. I know they're going to miss Bruce Brown. I'm a big Bruce Brown fan. I actually think Bruce Brown going to get traded again to a contender because he's such a terrific player. But I love what the Pacers did. I think this is a great trade for them because, listen, when I look at this, when I'm looking at the standing, I says, the Celtics are the team to beat. But we don't feel anybody. We already, if I'm the Pacers, we already own Milwaukee. Pacers, including in the uh, in-season tournament semifinals with four wins over the Bucks in five matchups here in the regular season. Indiana enters tonight, and they're exactly midway through this season. 41 down, 41 to go, similar to the Comets in the ECHL. But for the Pacers here, uh, they are... Currently in a tie for sixth in the East. They'd be four games behind Milwaukee for the two seed. Celtics uh, have an eight-game cushion. Uh, Pacers are three games back of the 76ers. Just a game back of Cleveland for the four seed. And it's not even really worth getting too caught up in this because there's so many games left. But four seed to have a home court advantage in a first-round best of seven. And they're a half game behind Adams-Knicks. 
You mentioned it, um, but the Pacers have dominated the Bucks so far this season, and you know, Bucks have have kind of been you know not s- struggling but sputtering a little bit. Uh, the latest rumors surrounding the Milwaukee Bucks now is they might be looking for another piece to even bolster their roster heading into playoff season. Bucks are interested in the Atlanta Hawks' DeJounte Murray, so they might be throwing their name into the hat for him. The, he's been uh, kind of wanting out of Atlanta, so that's coming from Chris B. Haynes that the Bucks might be pursuing DeJounte Murray. There we go. Appreciate that, Adam. Uh, and again, you can catch the Pacers tonight. That'll be after our coverage of high school basketball. Let's talk more Fort Wayne area hoops on the other side. We'll get Vicki Jacobson from the Journal Gazette on the phone. This is the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Scott Nolan in for Brett Rump. He'll be on the call tomorrow in downtown Cleveland as Purdue Fort Wayne men's basketball will be visiting the Cleveland State Vikings in what it's not worth calling it a must win because at the end of the day, Purdue Fort Wayne, it's going to be in the horizon league tournament, regardless of whether or not they win a game, <laughs> they're going to win some games, but regardless, they'll be in the horizon league tournament and their uh, chances of making March madness are just going to come down to the early part of March in that HL tournament, which starts on campus and then eventually shifts down to Indianapolis. But for the Dons who started four and they've dropped four in a row. And now Cleveland state is going to be a tough matchup on the road tomorrow. Vikings undefeated at home this season. So that's tomorrow. Meanwhile, tonight, our high school basketball game of the week will be Homestead at Northside scheduled to start at about 745. Michael McIntyre will be on the call for that one. He'll be followed by the Parkview Sports Medicine postgame show at Pizza Hut on East State. Adam will be there alongside with... Eric Dutkevich as well. And right now we welcome in from the Journal Gazette, Vicki Jacobson. And Vicki, thanks a lot for your time here this evening. I imagine you're getting ready to, uh, to head to a gym if you're not already at one yet. What are you covering tonight? Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm going down to Decatur tonight. Uh, we're going to go see some uh, NE8 girls basketball action because it's kind of getting down to the nitty gritty and we're running out of chances to see some teams. So, uh, I'll be seeing Huntington North at Belmont uh, girls basketball tonight. It's going to be senior night for Belmont. Yeah, that point of the calendar, especially there on the girls' side where things are, are winding down. And, yeah, you're definitely monitoring the standings as well. Well, stay tuned for your coverage on social media tonight uh, at Vicky V-I-C-K-Y underscore Jacobson, J-O-C-O-B-S-E-N. And then stay tuned on journalgazette.net and in the paper tomorrow um, while we, while you, you mentioned that game that you're covering there uh, tonight in the NE8, um, yeah, what are the major storylines that uh, you're on top of? Well, yeah, so there are, uh, again, a, a lot of the conference uh, championships. We kind of already have an idea of how they're shaping up, but tonight could be, uh, we could have some clinchers tonight. So uh, for the NE8 girls, Norwell, which is currently 5-0, and is going to be at New Haven, which is 0-5 in NE8 play. If they win tonight, they are guaranteed at least a share of the conference uh, title because they already have a win over Columbia City. Uh, so that could you know, kind of get wrapped up tonight. Uh, tonight, uh, if you're staying in town, uh, we also have the Battle of the Bishops. So it's Bishop Dwinger versus Bishop Lors. That's a and SAC doubleheader, so girls first uh, and then boys. 
Uh, so that's a, an exciting one uh, for for fans of the of those schools. And um, we also have, uh, as you said, uh, Homestead at Northside. It's been a little bit of a down year uh, for the Homestead boys. They've uh, c- compared to how they usually are. Uh, most people would take a down year like that. But they're going to be playing uh, Northside, which is uh, current. Um, uh, which is again a team that has uh, they for the on the boys side they lost to uh, Wayne earlier in the season, uh, but that could still be a really interesting uh, matchup and a good uh, chance to see how they're looking. Yeah, and the SAC on the boys side right now, Wayne at four and zero, Lures right behind him at three and zero. That's it. As you mentioned, the battle of the bishops tonight. Dwanger is coming in at just one and three. Yeah, they took Wayne to double overtime last time out. So they already proved, I guess you could say, that they're able to compete toe-to-toe with anyone in the league. Homestead, three and one. Northside, two and one in our game tonight. And then Snyder at two and three. Concordia and Carroll, both one and two. Southside's one and three. And Northrop so far, the only squad yet to get in the win column at 0 and three. Um on the girls' side, where they're deeper into the season, it's Snyder in the driver's seat at 7-0. and After they had that win last week at Homestead, the Spartans 6-1 and along with Northrop. Carroll 3-3. Three and three. Lures and Dwanger both 3-4. and four. Wayne 2-4. and four. Concordia 1-4. Southside 1-5. Northside 0-6. Oh so, again, that was on the girls' side. Um, Vicky, maybe uh, it's obvious with teams at the top of the standings being the most fun to watch, but you know, what have you enjoyed following so far this season? Yeah, I have to say, you 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 told me like, okay, what what are some of the most fun teams to watch this year? You definitely have to make a strong case for the Snyder girls. Uh, I just looked up the Sagarin ratings. Don't necessarily have and a reason to do that in in basketball all the time, but. Snyder, according to the Sagan ratings, is the number one team in the state. Uh, you know, we, we all know what they can do on the offensive end. You know, Jordan Poole is a Miss Basketball candidate. But as we saw last year, or last year, last week, uh, in their game against Homestead, it was coming down to the fourth quarter, and Kyra Parker was the one who hit some really clutch baskets for them that allowed them to pull ahead at Homestead uh, and, and get the win there that could well be the turning point that gives them the SAC title. Uh, but the other thing they have to say about the Snyder girls is just how relentless they are on defense. You know, uh, they are averaging 14 steals per game, and that sounds impossible <laughs> until you actually watch them in person, and you're like, oh, no, that's not – that, that, I can see how that's happening. Um, they are able to frustrate even very, very good teams. And, and that is what gives them a chance against pretty much anybody in the state, I would say. Yeah, that is a pretty crazy stat, again, considering that high school games are just 32 minutes in here <laughs> in this state, don't have a shot clock. And so Jordan Poole of Snyder, she's on her way to Purdue. We'll see what kind of accolades, hardware she can collect for herself uh, and for the team yet this winter. How about uh, on the boys' side, have you had a, a favorite team to uh, to check out? Again, you you don't want to be uncreative, but for me, Wayne has been just a pleasure to watch. They are the defending champions on for the SAC. Uh, they made it all the way to semi-state weekend last year. But what has been um, 
really, really exciting about them is watching a team that was really very good last year and seeing how even so they have been able to improve even above where they were last year. I mean, obviously, um, Javon Lewis is one of the uh, most fun players to watch in the city. For me, the, the change has really been Dillard. He is just putting himself in positions to make plays that I don't remember him even attempting last year. And it has just been really, really fun to watch them, um, I, I guess, attempt new things, watch guys try new things. And, um, yeah, it, it, watching them against uh, in Northside, against Northside a couple weeks ago, those two teams came into, the, uh, into that Friday game undefeated in conference. It was a really, really tough battle in the first half, and then they just pulled away. Uh, and by the end, people were leaving early in a game that was absolutely raucous in the last couple uh, seconds of the first half. Yeah, and especially impressive to see what Wayne has done this year because you, you mentioned how most of the kids are back, but with their former head coach, Byron Pickens, moving out of the area, uh, all of a sudden then Anthony Brewer goes from being an assistant to becoming the head coach and you know, credit to him and their entire group for really not skipping a beat, even with uh, a notable coaching change there. Mm-hmm. And and as he was an assistant for the team last year, so they do have a, a lot of familiarity. Uh, I remember Javon Lewis telling me before the season, he is the coach that uh, in practice, some days maybe you <laughs> maybe you don't love it, and because he will he will really push you. He really has high expectations. Uh, but when practice is over, when that game is over, you are so thankful that he is your coach. Uh, because he says, you know, all of that, uh, the high standards, that's all, he said it's all love. And, and so they really seem to be chugging right along. Yeah. And so as we go along here and we're talking with Vicki Jacobson from the Journal Gazette here as we're in the heart of the high school hoop season, uh, Vicky, I know you, you've got the pulse not only of local high school basketball, though, but for that matter, also covering wrestling and swimming and everything else under the sun. Uh, what are some other uh, stories you're tracking right now? Well, yeah. So the uh, just yesterday, I went to New Haven for a pep rally celebrating the New Haven girls wrestling team. Uh, girls wrestling is not yet an IHSAA-sanctioned sport. It's currently an emerging sport, which means that it's kind of on that pathway to full sanctioned status, a full IHSAA tournament. Right now, that tournament is organized by their co- by their coaches association. Uh, New Haven won. They had uh, Juliana Ocampo and her sister Isabel uh, both win their weight classes at 110 and 115. And then um, Olivia Bodie and Heaven Gardner both placed uh, third and fourth, uh, respectively. And so they came home with the state trophy. Uh, so that's a pretty exciting moment for their program. Uh, for uh, Juliana has been competing in the boys' tournament the past couple of years. She's a junior. Uh, we'll have to see whether uh, Isabel, her, her freshman sister, will make the team to compete uh, in the boys' tournament, which is coming up in a few weeks. Um, but So that's something to look out for as we hit sort of the, uh, the IHSAA wrestling sectionals. Uh, tomorrow is also the SAC boys' wrestling tournament. So if you are a fan of wrestling, that is uh, heating up here in the the next couple weeks. Uh, That's fantastic. And I know that can understandably get overlooked at times here in the area. Uh, But congratulations to the New Haven girls squad. And 
I will contribute the only thing that I have to offer as far as uh, local wrestling talk goes on the New Haven boys' side, so not with the SAC tomorrow. Uh, but Easton Doster is one of the top-ranked wrestlers in the entire state. Might be the top-ranked guy at any weight class here in Northeast Indiana. But for some listeners out there, a fun fact, Easton's dad, Dave, former New Haven star who went on to play in the big leagues with the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, and then Easton's older brother, Owen, was a standout wrestler who made it down to uh, to Indy in recent years. So uh, cool to see the, the wrestling program there at New Haven certainly flourish. Well, Vicky, thanks for the, uh, the hard work you put in and covering all student athletes here uh, in the Fort Wayne area and beyond, not only in basketball, but uh, all sports. So keep up the great work. Uh, we'll be following along tonight and uh, checking out coverage online and in the paper tomorrow. All right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that's Vicki Jacobson from the Journal Gazette. Appreciate her time with us here on this Friday evening edition of the Sports Rush. Adam, I know you, you're uh, working a, a late night. You're going to be over at Pizza Hut following the Homestead at Northside game with the Parkview Sports Medicine uh, postgame show at the East State Pizza Hut location. So how do you game plan things? Are you having a late dinner there you eat before you go on air. You got something packed with you in between. How do you play this? Uh, tonight, honestly, it's just going to be a very late dinner when I get home from everything. So it's just going to be, we're, we're toughing it out. That's like, that's not even dinner. That's like the, the so-called fourth meal territory. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into fourth meal hours. But you know what? That, that's It's kind of my schedule. So we'll be fine. But looking forward to being out there at the East State Pizza Hut tonight bringing you all the area scores from uh, around the area and uh, some of the games that we talked about just now with Vicky. All right, well, if you need some dinner plans, maybe not for tonight because you're working, but looking ahead over the next week or so, on the other side, we're going to visit with Aaron Okison from Visit Fort Wayne because Savor Fort Wayne has kicked off. That's our local area restaurant week. So some great deals to take advantage of. Uh, and so, yeah, the, I had a budget in some personal planning here overlapping with the show. So we're just going to all find <laughs> out together, not to mention uh, Visit Fort Wayne's contributions in the local sports scene. So that's coming up next. This is the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. This is Maria Marcasano, head women's basketball coach at Purdue Fort Wayne, and you're listening to the Sports Rush with Brett Rump on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Maria's husband, Seth Coffin, he's the head coach of the Bishop Lures boys basketball team. Again, they've been one of the top performers, not only in the SAC, but statewide at the 2A level, trying to follow in the footsteps of the Knights football team after they won state down at Lucas Oil back in November. And by the way, Maria and the Purdue-Fort Wayne women's basketball team, they're on the road tomorrow as well as they'll be visiting Robert Morris in the Pittsburgh area. And again, it's the Purdue-Fort Wayne men's basketball team, not terribly far away, from there in western Pennsylvania, they're going to be in northeast Ohio against Cleveland State. Two o'clock game tomorrow. Pre-game coverage starting at 145 with Brett Rump. So in the meantime, it's me, John Nolan, filling in for Brett. So we hope you've had a, a great week so far and hope an even better weekend is on tap. And maybe to make things even more enhanced for your weekend, we welcome in now the digital content manager from Visit Fort Wayne, Aaron Okasin. To talk about Savor Fort Wayne. It's a restaurant week here in the Summit City. Aaron, thanks so much for your time. And even though you know I've known uh, Savor Fort Wayne going on for years now in the office the other day, 
know, is over here in conversation. And some people still, you know, haven't uh, clued in yet, aren't taking advantage of it. So to catch everyone up to speed, what is Savor Fort Wayne? Well, yes. Thank you so much for having me. It is, you know, we like to say the tastiest time of year. And Savor Fort Wayne is Fort Wayne's annual restaurant week. So during these 12 days, uh, more than 90 restaurants are participating. And they're offering special three-course menu deals that you can't really find any other time of year. So it's a great time to kind of get out and explore Fort Wayne's food scene. We have some amazing restaurants here in town. So it's great, you know, if you're looking for a nice special dinner out, uh, maybe you're looking to try a newer restaurant to the food scene in Fort Wayne, or even some breakfast or dessert specials. There really is something for everybody and every taste on the list this year. So some amazing menus to check out. Yeah, and the entire list is at visitfortwayne.com. And I recommend following at visitfortwayne on social media because, yeah, that's how you stay in the know on cool things like this. And such a great idea because, obviously, with you know the weather that we've had just this week as a perfect example between freezing temperatures and snow, maybe we're not going to be as inclined to get out and about. But this gives a little bit of an incentive to take advantage of the 12 days of delicious deals. So it started Wednesday, so in case you, you haven't taken advantage yet, still uh, this weekend through next weekend to do so. And I think a, a cool thing, too, is that a lot of our local restaurants uh, are involved in this, and then some of the, the local chain restaurants have, have jumped on board, too. So no matter where you're going, good chance you're going to find a participating uh, spot to get something to eat or drink. And, Aaron, I'm not sure if you're allowed to uh, have... You know, any favorites here in this, but anything really kind of stand out to you or uh, just give a sense uh, for people of what's an example of something that uh, is going to be a a good benefit for them? Yeah, so this is always a tough question because everything looks amazing. But, you know, I kind of mentioned that you can enjoy a special dinner out maybe. So restaurants like Club Soda, Eddie Merlot's, the Oyster Bar is participating. So if you're looking for a great seafood meal, that's a good spot to go. This year, too, Union Street Market at Electric Works. Lots of restaurants inside there are participating. So I had that for lunch today, and it was amazing. Um, I chose Soul Garden at Union Street Market. There are multiple restaurants in there, so kind of everybody in your group can take their pick. Uh, and the other day, you know, I enjoyed the uh, deal at Tall Rabbit Cafe and Community. It's on South Calhoun Street, and they have some great lattes and pastries that you can bundle together for a great breakfast savor deal so there really is something for everybody and i have a lot more meals planned for this week (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know you gotta yeah create your your whole lineup for uh for a 12-day stretch here and you know these restaurants they're smart too because they probably wind up getting me to spend more than i might otherwise because of (laughs) as you mentioned they bundle it together so i might not usually be uh, going for a dessert but all of a sudden when you get your appetizer your meal and your dessert and they're all discounted uh you know worth it you got to treat yourself every once in a while um, and again, the full list is at visitfortwayne.com. And we're joined by Aaron Okison, the digital content manager with Visit Fort Wayne. And uh, Aaron, we were talking off air as previously on this show. We had uh, Shane Alberani, the voice of the Comets, on with the K's playing at home tonight, tomorrow, and on Sunday. Maybe not a bad idea to, to kind of do uh, a, a dinner and a game or kind of combine uh, going out to eat with one of the other events uh, happening in the area here this time of year. Definitely. So we highly recommend that, you know, so like you said, Comets are playing at home all weekend this weekend. So it's a great time Maybe grab dinner before the game, then head to the Memorial Coliseum next weekend, even 
since Saver Fort Wayne goes through next Sunday. You can enjoy Winter Bowl on Saturday. It's a day full of indoor and outdoor winter fun around Fort Wayne. Um, and so that's going to be a great day to enjoy Fort Wayne and then go enjoy a nice, maybe hot meal if you've been cold outside. Or, you know, there are several great shows going on at the Clyde Theater um, this weekend through next week. So, so many great options there. We have our calendar of events at visitfortwayne.com. So check that out. Find an event to pair with your meal and just enjoy a nice evening out in Fort Wayne. That's a, that's an awesome idea. And maybe not everyone is aware of the fact that visit Fort Wayne here. You're not just trying to, to pump up uh, you know, restaurant week. Uh, you guys are involved in so much that uh, helps make this uh, a great community to live, work, and play in. And on the sports side of things, Visit Fort Wayne, really instrumental, for example, in bringing the NCAA Division Three Basketball Championship to the Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. So that's set to, to come back again in March, right? And what are some other sports-related uh, events coming up here for the area? Yeah, so like you said, the NCAA Division Three Men's Basketball Championship. We will crown another champion here in Fort Wayne. That's coming up March 14th and the 16th. That's when the championship is. It's going to be so much fun. Also coming up soon here next weekend, we're really excited to host the uh, USA Wrestling Kids Folk Style Nationals. So these are some of the best wrestlers, uh, youth wrestlers from around the country will be competing here in Fort Wayne at the Memorial Coliseum. And, you know, that's thousands of people coming in uh, to Fort Wayne for that event, so we're really excited. And then uh, Maggie Nichols, who's a former Team USA gymnast, she'll be here next weekend as well with her We Are Strong program. So young gymnasts from around the country, again, will be here in Fort Wayne. So it's really fun to get to play a part in bringing some of these great Amazing sports events to Fort Wayne for, you know, everyone from kids up to college athletes and professionals. So it's so much fun to see and be a part of. Yeah, I love it. And I personally am often busy myself covering a lot of the local sports uh, around here. But uh, on the occasion when I've got a, a free weekend or a free uh, stretch of days, I love the tool on the Visit Fort Wayne website of seeing the calendar, literally just listing things out. I can even sort by category. So uh, some great resources there online. And now, Aaron, before we let you go, how about just yeah, even beyond the local sports scene, uh, anything that you're excited for, that Visit Fort Wayne is excited for uh, coming here to uh, to the city ahead this year? Ooh, you know, it's going to be a big year, I think, at the zoo. So many great things coming to the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo. They just keep expanding, and it is nationally recognized, so that's exciting. I think Middle Waves Music Festival is coming back this summer, so that's going to be really exciting. We love our music here in Fort Wayne. But lots of big things happening, uh, and I can't wait. I'm excited. Yeah, it's really cool that Middle Waves is back. I know that's uh, now associated with the embassy downtown. There's going to be an event at, at Parkview Field uh, in the summertime, so that should be really cool, too. And, yeah, again, something like the, the D3 Basketball Championship, that final game gets broadcast nationally uh, by the CBS Sports Network. So uh, just really appreciate how it helps put a, a positive spotlight on the entire community. Yeah, we're so excited, and yeah, that championship's going to be amazing. Grab your tickets for those semifinals and the championships. We're really excited. Yep, and so you can find out more at visitfortwayne.com and follow at visitfortwayne on social media. Well, Aaron, yeah, we gotta we gotta go because we gotta figure out where we're gonna eat dinner here tonight. <laughs> take advantage of a Saver Fort Wayne deal, but thanks so much for your time, and uh, yeah, keep up the great work there with the rest of the team at Visit Fort Wayne. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Okay, well, yeah, apologies if you hear the uh, stomach rumbling <laughs> in the background. Uh, we'll step aside. Um, 
And then when we come back, we'll put a bow on the week here. It's the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. This is Joe Tipman, and you're listening to the Sports Rush with Brett Rump on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. In case my NFL divisional round playoff picks don't pan out, in my defense, I root for Joe Tipman and the Jets. So uh, NFL season for me ended uh, less than a quarter <laughs> into the action all the way back there in September. Uh, just a few minutes to go here. John Nolan with Adam Lundy. And uh, Adam, just in the last few minutes, actually, we've got uh, some breaking news of sorts. I don't want to be too dramatic. It's not. It's midseason in the NBA, but uh, some cool news for the Pacers. Yeah, good news for the Pacers tonight. We'll be carrying the game later tonight. It's official. Tyrese Halliburton is available for tonight's game against the Portland Trail Blazers. He posted on uh, Twitter that he is back in action, and it will also be the debut of Pascal Siakam. And so Halliburton hasn't played since the 8th. Uh, when he went down with that hamstring injury, which at the time you worried that he might be out all the way through the All-Star game, but uh, had a schedule, which is awesome, and now kind of a new chapter with another All-Star and Siakam there to team up with him, and uh, Ty posted the news there on social media with a cool video, so you can check that out, and don't forget to follow at 1380thefan on Twitter or X and Facebook and Instagram, and head to 1380thefan.com for more information. You know it's official now because I just got the notification of the Adrian Wojnarowski tweet. <laughs> now it's really official. Well, I, that's we're in this era now where actually a player needs to release a video to beat Woj to breaking uh, <laughs> their own news. As we've talked about here, a lot coming up on uh, these airwaves this weekend. All four NFL playoff games tomorrow. It'll be Brett Rump on the call for Purdue-Fort Wayne men's basketball at Cleveland State. Coverage starting at 145. The Boilermakers, they'll be over on WoWo 92.3 FM. That's where you can catch IU hoops tonight. But here tonight, we'll have Homestead at Northside at 745. Post-game coverage presented by PSM at Pizza Hut on East State. And then eventually, the Pacers and the Trailblazers out west. Thanks to Pat Boylan from the Pacers broadcast crew for joining us, as well as Shane Alberani. From the Comets, ahead of their homestand at the Coliseum this weekend. Thanks to Vicki Jacobson from the Journal Gazette checking in on local high school hoops. And Aaron Okison from Visit Fort Wayne. For Adam Lundy, this is John Nolan saying thanks for listening and so long from our studios on the south side of the Summit City. This has been the Sports Rush on 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Have a great weekend.